Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now today, I am wanting to talk to you about how you may relate to people through the conversations that you actually have with them. Many times, your conversations can take you on different paths. So for instance, when you was a child, maybe you had had some fun talking with your friends about different things, whether they were of interest or maybe even of curiosity. There also may have been times where you would enjoy sneaking around to hear what all the adults were talking and laughing about after they actually have removed you from the rooms that they were in because you were told as children that you didn't need to hear what grown folks were actually talking about. Sometimes you may have even heard them say that children are meant to be seen and not heard. (laughs) So, of course, that sometimes made you want to hear even more what they were talking and laughing about just because you were not allowed to be in the room. Let me also add, it doesn't just stop when you were a child. As adults, some of your interactions with others have formed regardless of whether you had a relationship or could even relate to them or not. So for instance, there was always someone in the neighborhood that seemed to know everyone's business. There was also someone in the family that would share everything, especially all the juicy information that was going on with other family members' lives, but of course definitely would not share their own situations. And as you know, there was always a tenured co-worker that could tell you the scoop on everybody's life in the office. Now granted, you may not be close to any of those so-called well-informed individuals that I just shared about, but you still stayed around at least long enough to hear what was going on. Although you may not have agreed with the way some people live their lives, especially if the information was negative, it still made you realize to a certain extent that your life wasn't that bad after all. Our conversations with people can guide us into building relationships with others, depending on if there are similarities that can connect us to make us want to keep the lines of communication open. It does depend upon that want component though, because even within some similarities that you may have with someone, there can still be a guard up to not allow yourself to share things with other people. It may not have to do with anything being wrong with a person. It may just be that you may have gotten burned or someone did you wrong maybe in the past And it has now caused you to be cautious and not allow too many people to be connected with you or even in your inner circle. Now, I do understand to a certain extent. I understand that some people may not have your best interest at heart. So there may be a reason to have some caution with them. 
However, please do not allow the pain of a past encounter to be the guidance to prevent you from building relationships with other people in general. As I discussed in the last chapter, you must let go of that pain and forgive them so that you are not carrying that situation with you year over year over year. Also, you need to be free from it so that God can allow you to grow and build new relationships. Trust him to guide you, but don't think that every person that comes into your life means harm to you just because you had someone hurt you in the past. Forgive them and then keep it moving. Everybody in the world is not out to get you and you must believe it and give yourself permission to trust again, to really trust again as God guides you. So let's now talk about when you are trying to build a relationship with someone that you may actually be interested in. Let's kind of first ponder on these types of questions. What is your primary goal to achieve? Is it a casual friendship or is it an intimate relationship? What becomes the deciding factor for you? Do you believe the conversations with them have actual credibility? Do they appear to be loyal and genuine or trustworthy? Or do you think that their true nature is being hidden? How much time are you willing to invest in it before you determine if you will remain in contact with them? It's these types of questions that you can think about that will help you to determine the extent of a person's character and the integrity being shown. It is also your conversations with them that help you to decide if you can be open and straightforward with them as you connect with them. The more open that you are, the more you can decide if a relationship can be formed. If it is favorable, in time you can allow it to grow into something more meaningful. The key words are in time. Try your best not to rush too fast into something as you are taking the steps to get to know someone. Also, if it is not a favorable conversation, then you can be pleased with yourself, hopefully, that you took the time to decide if this is someone that you need to be connected to. Now, I shared with you in chapter one the importance of talking and listening. And as you may remember, it was God's seed of truth, which was that seed of survival, that uprooted the seeds of miscommunication and misinterpretation, as well as the roots of doubt, confusion, and separation that the enemy had formed into you. Now, you had to actually decide if you were going to operate in the seed of truth with God or if you were going to operate in the seeds and roots that the enemy planted. That actually is the main goal for every chapter in this book. Whose voice are you going to follow and whose seed will you really embrace? So for the most part, it is easy for some people to strike up a conversation, whether it is with someone that they know or even with a stranger. Our existence as human beings causes us to want to communicate, 
and there is a desire to feel connected at some level. Even when you are by yourself, social media still causes you to be connected. You may get on your phone to look at Facebook or look at videos on TikTok or YouTube to really kind of get some type of interaction taking place with you. Or you may even interact with someone through text. Yes, you are by yourself, but you still have a desire to see what others are doing. Or you connect with someone through those different types of channels. There is a desire to be connected in some type of way. There are many different languages that connect us, and not just in our verbal languages. When we listen to music, it connects us and makes us feel good or energized or uplifted. When we look and listen to all the different forms of art, such as in drawings or poetry or plays or even ballet, within all those expressions of art being displayed, there is a connection that is made that makes us think and feel and cry and laugh and even care based on what is shared and displayed. Whether the conversation is spoken or unspoken, it still causes each of us to look within at some point to challenge us to think on a higher level and prayerfully in a level that seeks God's wisdom or discernment or even understanding. Of course, it may not always cause a person to seek out God at that moment, but with enough self-discovery and personal desire to determine what one's purpose is on this earth, God will be sought out to discover his language, the language of him that is found in the Holy Spirit and in his word. In trying to discover the real you, Many of you have done the necessary steps that are required to make you grow and develop and succeed in this world. You have done each step as society has trained you. And when you hit that level of achievement, you feel like you have made it. You have even built a network of friends that have been a part of your life in some way. Now, some of your conversations have probably been challenged also along the way, and it made you make a decision to keep people in your life or to let go of people that couldn't continue in your journey. I know it may not have been easy to let people go, but sometimes it is necessary. Within your growth and the season that you may have been in at the time, the conversations or let me just say it another way, the words that people may have said to you can guide you in different directions, depending on how you allow those words to either resonate or meditate into you. It becomes important to be able to determine who can add value to your life. You can appreciate the conversations that you have with people. However, Please don't allow other people's words to shape and mold you. The expectation that you put on them and even on yourself can cause you to be disappointed down the road. As you know, man has flaws 
And you can't hold on to every word that a person says and declare that as truth. Allow God to be the one that does that so that it is operating from a place of absolute truth without any gray areas, hidden messages, or even misunderstandings that can come about. Things can be said to where they are innocent in nature without any intentions of being mean or spiteful. However, the enemy is always around looking for an open door to cause havoc in someone's life. If he sees a way in, he will take it and blow things way out of proportion so that he can start to create destruction in a person's life. Please keep in mind and trust in the voice of God and spend time with him so that you can hear and understand his voice. It is interesting to see how the world has evolved in communicating with one another. What are your thoughts about it? Do you think that we are getting better in our communication and conversations with one another as technology has increased? Or do you think that technology has strained our relationships with one another? Do you think that our families are stronger now? Or do you think that there is more distance with one another within our families? Do you think that more people want to be in relationships? Or do you think that more people enjoy being by themselves now? So it's these type of questions and more that I'm actually going to explore in this particular chapter as I guide you in how your conversations are with other people as well as how your conversation is with the Holy Spirit. I'm really wanting you to take the time to get to know people, but to really be authentic with yourself and to really try to have an open mind in conversating with others and look at them in a positive realm. Don't always sometimes feel like there should be skepticism taking place. Because I know sometimes people have challenges in trusting other people. And that's why I feel that it's important now that we dig down a little bit deeper into our conversations. So tomorrow, I'm going to actually be covering the biblical approach section of chapter 6. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real-life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.